You're listening to a special presentation podcast by News Source One, Michiana. Happy Monday. How's it going out there? You're tuned in to the podcast here on News Source One, Michiana. Countdown to vote 2022. My name is Keith Thews, station manager for News Source One Michiana. So excited to bring you the kickoff coverage of three days worth of what's happening with the general election, the midterms of 2022. We got some big races to look forward to. The biggest one is Congressional District Number Two in the state of Indiana. We have Rudy Yakum, as some call him, Community Rudy, the Republican latecomer into the race after the late Jackie Walarski's passing. We also have Paul Struri, the Democrat. Who's going to win it? He's been rather more out there uh, in the public eye compared to what he was in the primaries against Jackie. Let's see how this race is going to turn out. It's anybody's race. We also have other races going on um, that are close, definitely up in Michigan. Some of those uh, congressional seats, state seats are real good. We're also going to be looking at in the podcast uh, proposal two, which is said to be talking about uh, election identification and definitely that hotbed moral proposal number three in Michigan dealing with getting access without parental permission to sex sterilization and sex change drugs. We're going to be ringing it to you. Get ready. Stay tuned. Welcome to coverage of general election 2022. Welcome back to the special countdown to midterm election vote 2022. My name is Keith. We're going to be bringing you all the information you need as far as who are these candidates? What do we know about them? What comments do we have? Where can you go uh, vote in Indiana and Michigan? Um, Things like that. We're going to uh, let you be aware of all that's election 2022. So Indiana, 6 a.m. till 6 p.m. Michigan, 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. Those are the times that you can vote in person. There are a number of schools, community centers, churches all around your area that you can vote. And if you've never voted in your life and you think, well, gee, um, I have to go to my certain precinct. Some counties have open precincts, such as Elkhart County, where I live. Uh, Not for much longer because I'm moving to Tennessee. Um, But they uh, have where you can go to any voting center and vote from any place in the county. Other places are more restrictive where you do need to go to your local polling place and Tell them, you know, you're here to vote and show them your identification. And in my preview, I talked about identifications. And I want to focus uh, this segment on uh, what's going on 
uh, over in Michigan. Uh, there is a proposal, uh, proposal number two. It's been advertised on TV. And in that proposal, it wants to uh, take away the need for a voter ID. And as you've heard on some of the other elections um, from other states, uh, having a voter ID is quite critical to verify a person's identity. Well, in the state of Michigan, you have proposal number two saying, hey, let's do away with the need to force people or have people show an identification. Let's just come and say I'm such and such person, Joe Quimby or whatever you want, and, and they will be able to get away with it. Well, in this editorial comment, I too am against this idea, even though I don't live in Michigan, um, because you could have some people out there saying they're supposed maybe Joe Quimby or Lucy, whatever, and they may not be. And uh, how are you gonna verify that that person's on there? Indiana's been doing it and it's no big deal. Um, I don't see why there's such a big deal about it in the state of Michigan. So myself, as I said on the podcast uh, about a week and a half ago for Roaring Light uh, that we have Monday through Friday, we're taking a break on that. Um, I'm against the idea. I think uh, definitely having a form of identification is definitely necessary. So those of you in Michigan, uh, you have your choice uh, to vote on Proposal 2 which will allow or not allow in the future on the Constitution of the state of Michigan um, the need to have photo ID uh, to prove who you are at the polling place. Now, let's go on a national, national view of things. Obviously, we know exactly what happened for Trump and Biden election. We know, obviously, that Biden has won fair and square. But then you have all these people who were deniers of that election. President Biden recently said at least 200 or 300 candidates nationally still want to say that that presidential part of the election was uh, frauded, which is total bogus. And uh, obviously we had the thing, the pretty bad event on January 6th, the insurrection, the riot, just a appalling, appalling thing that happened in our, in our nation's history where radical folks went and rioted and ransacked the Capitol trying to stop the rule of law and, and an election, and including trying to kill the vice president and the speaker of the house. We've already seen uh, one such individual, radicalized individual, uh, that seriously uh, injured uh, Speaker Pelosi's husband. And, uh, so, and that was just horrific, I'll say. Definitely, definitely horrific and, and uh, shows the length of these things that some of these people are, are still willing to, to, to go out and do, which is just crazy and, and, and wrong. But in a national scene, we have this big challenge. And we have basically three camps for voters in this election. And you have those who side with Trump on the Republican side, those who side more 
honestly with the January 6th committee, I'll call them Cheney Republicans, of which I consider myself one, uh, Republicans that are not willing to go the way of President Trump and his views. And then obviously we have the, the Democratic Party. And obviously the Democrats are working and trying to you know, get those votes out in spite of a economy that has been strained. Some we've even have said that it's, you know, we're in a, uh, a small recession or the beginnings thereof. And so the economy is a uh, major hot button issue uh, going into the 2022 uh, running. We've had the January 6th committee hearings and I'm not sure how much of an impact those hearings are to the to the voters but the economy has been a uh, a big one definitely um, and will that play a part in this election on Tuesday night uh, the results on Tuesday during the day for both India and Michigan we will see it, uh, it the resurgence has been in the uh, Republicans reportedly and in some of these races uh, that we're definitely going to be following Tuesday night, um, it's neck and neck. And one of those is Dr. Oz in Pennsylvania uh, versus the lieutenant governor who had a stroke. Um, it's definitely a close one there. Um, in Arizona, that's another one um, where the former space shuttle commander, uh, Mark Kelly, uh, senator for two years so far in Arizona. Um, that one's a hot button uh, issue. Um, that one's pretty close as well. And uh, and so many other races as well that are that are pretty pretty tight. So anyway, on Tuesday night, stay with us, myself, uh, and we'll be bringing a lot of what's going on with the election starting at 6 to 6.30 with the first results coming in from the area on New Source 1 Michiana. And we'll be going through the evening, so stay tuned. When we come back, we'll be talking about more issues and previews. Again, we'll go into... Congressional District Number Two race between Rudy Yakum and Paul Struri. Have you ever considered what it means to drive sober? We are a nation today where people are driving drunk. Let's remember, if you are drunk, to find a designated driver or to call Uber or. Stay put until you are sober wherever you're at, if it's possible. Save a life. Don't be another statistic or end up in jail because of reckless driving, whether you're driving drunk or if you're driving high. If you need help, reach out to somebody. Plan ahead to make sure you have a designated driver or you have a plan B. We do not need to have another statistic or another innocent person killed because of choices 
that you're making by being a drunk driver or driving while high. Take care. This message is for Shauna, my mom who just finished her high school diploma. I wanted to say I'm so proud of you for finishing school. You told me it's never too late to achieve your dreams. I hope to make you as proud as you have made me. When you graduate, they graduate. Finish your high school diploma for you and for them. Visit finishyourdiploma.org to find free and supportive adult education centers near you. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Looking for a very warm and friendly church to attend? Come to Elkhart Bethel UMC at Michigan and Simonton Streets. Sunday hymns worship is at 9 a.m. followed by cookie fellowship and Sunday school. Here is who is running in key races in 2022. Indiana District to Congressional Race. Paul Sturry, Democratic Party, Candidate Connection Rudy Yakim, Republican Party, William Henry, Libertarian Party, Mike Hubbard, Independent, Right in, Candidate Connection, Special General Election for U.S. House Indiana District 2 to finish out the small remaining weeks of the current congressional term. Paul Sturry, Rudy Yakim, William Henry, and Marla Gadette running in the Special General Election for U.S. House Indiana District 2 on November 8, 2022. In Indiana District 3, East Part of Michiana, Jim Banks, Incumbent, Republican Party, Gary Snyder, Democratic Party, Candidate Connection Nathan Gotch, Independent, Candidate Connection, for United States Senate in 2022 Todd C. Young Republican, Thomas McDermott Jr. Democrat, James Seniak Liberation, Antonio Alvarez, Political Synergy Party, Right in, Thomas Baer, Independent, Right in, Philip Beachy. Independent, right in Hanny Fakalik, independent, right in Danny Niederberger, independent, right in David Storer, independent, right in. Welcome back to segment two of our countdown to election 2022. This is Keith, your host. And in this second segment, we're going to focus on the second congressional district race for the state of Indiana. One that has had very dramatic turnarounds and unexpected twists. At the beginning of the year of 2022, going toward the primary, we had a well-established candidate of Jackie Walarski uh, heading uh, into another election cycle. Um, very well liked within the Republican Party and the Trump side thereof. Um, back in 2020, uh, herself and another Indiana senator also tried to decertify some of the election results right after uh, the 2020 election in tandem with Texas. The Supreme Court uh, shot that down. And so Jack Wilarski continued to work herself up through the ranks, um, going into some of the higher levels of, of Congress, very well liked, and also very well liked on the, uh, the Christian side of things as well, uh, having been a, a missionary um, and just a well-liked individual. On the Democrat side, a new challenger was named, and that was Paul Struri. 
during the primary season, none of them had opposition at all. And we were not able to, during the all news channel days of News Source 1 Michiana, able to get an accurate uh, vote count um, from the Republicans or the Democrats uh, going into that election. Uh, Paul Sturey appeared to have um, had a pretty quiet run. Um, a few signs out, Paul for all. Uh, Jack Wilarski, not very many signs at all. Um, but everything looked pretty stable. And then came that late summer shocker. The untimely death in a car accident on State Road 19 of Jack Wilarski. Everybody was not sure exactly what was going to be coming next. And who would have the ability to fill her shoes? It also posed a local constitutional crisis. Who is going to finish out the remaining months of her term? And so numerous people joined into the race, into the candidacy for that nomination. Rudy Yakum, one of them, uh, and including uh, former uh, state uh, attorney general. Uh, he was running for office, the gentleman from Elkhart County who had his uh, issues with uh, potential sexual harassment. But when the dust settled, the nomination was Rudy Yakum, who had served under Jackie Wolarski um, in her staff and was quite well liked. So Rudy Yakum joined into the fold and became the Republican nominee to go against Paul Sturey. In the first primary, however, Rudy Yakum declined to participate, leaving Paul to go against the libertarian challenger. As the final weeks of this election for the general election 2022 continued to heat up and those months and weeks took away, we saw a lot more public television ads for Rudy Yakum, being known as Community Rudy. We also saw him trying to hit the more of the, the public trail, you know, being in the public eye, getting out there, uh, getting himself established as the Republican candidate. Paul Sturry continued to meet with people, uh, be seen visibly. Uh, I did not, however, see any television ads for his race. So a quiet run, but here is a gentleman that obviously was, of the two, the longer in the campaign run person. And here we are, a wild card event. And in my honest opinion, I think that 
it's it's anybody's race. Now the economy is is a, a big thing. Uh, for some, it's still that decision by the Supreme Court uh, about abortion um, and the decision that they made. And there may be some other factors as well. But here we are going in with two total unknown candidates to politics, Rudy Ockham and Paul Sturry. And so, and so I would have to go ahead and give my thoughts that it's going to be a neck and neck battle. But I really do think in this situation that because of Rudy Yakum coming in late, that Paul Sturry will inch out a victory in this election. Now, I'm not saying it by any kind of polls, exit polls. Um, it's still any person's race. But northern Indiana and our congressional area is uh, has a tendency to go back and forth. Um, we've had some pretty good long-serving Democrats in the uh, the congressional district. Think of Tim Romer and think of Chris Chicola. They uh, have had uh, very good uh, success, uh, to say the least. So that's what I'm thinking is going to happen, but. We're going to find out on Tuesday night. When I come back, we're going to be focusing on a moral issue in the state of Michigan. Proposal number three. We're also going to highlight a little bit on the Michigan governor's race. So stay tuned. You're listening to the special countdown to election podcast here on News Source One. Michiana. Don't you wish your life came with a warning app? Stop. That dog does not want to be petted. <laughs> Just a little heads up before something bad happens. Move your coffee cup away from your computer. Oh, no, 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 no. So you can have more control. Stop. You're texting your boss by mistake. Uh-oh. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes like managing your weight, getting active, stopping smoking, and eating healthier, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. It's easy to learn your risk. Take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Warning, the cap is loose on that catch-up. Ugh. Don't wait. You have the power to change the outcome. Visit doihaveprediabetes.org today. That's doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Hi, everybody. This is Joe Walsh. One thing I do when I'm not playing rock and roll is get on the air as an amateur radio operator. Also called Ham Radio is a communication service provided by ordinary people just like you and me. Ham radio operators are everywhere, in your city, your area, your neighborhood, in any country you go to. We have a national emergency communication system in place, 24-7, 365, in case of natural or man-made disasters, earthquakes, tornadoes, hurricanes, floods, you name it, we're there. 
Find out more about amateur radio at ARRL.org slash what is ham radio. See you on the air. Michigan general election candidates, Congressional District 5, Tim Wahlberg, incumbent, Republican Party, Bart Goldberg, Democratic Party, Norman Peterson, Libertarian Party, Ezra Scott, U.S. Taxpayers Party, Governor for Michigan 2022, Gretchen Whitmer, Democrat, Tudor Dixon, Republican, Kevin Hogan, Green Party, Mary Buzuma, Libertarian, Daryl Simpson, Natural Law Party, Donna Brandenburg, U.S. Taxpayers Party, Evan Space, Independent, Write-In. Michigan polls open from 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. And welcome back to our podcast. Getting ready for elections tomorrow, 2022, the midterms. Well, let's focus on this final segment, third segment, on the state of Michigan. And we have the gubernatorial race that is also neck and neck between Governor Gretchen Whitmer and Tudor Dixon, another lady, so it's lady versus lady, up there in Michigan. Now, Tudor Dixon is also a person that people do not really know of. Everybody knows about Gretchen Whitmer. Uh, Trump could not stand Gretchen Whitmer. Uh, Some of the wild cards in 2020 type people uh, tried to uh, plan a kidnapping of Gretchen Whitmer. Uh, she also had some uh, extra restrictions for COVID in 2020, uh, but has pretty much kept the state going and afloat. And this is going to be her potential second term in office. And in recent weeks, because of the economy, because of the fear of the uh, recession, uh, the news has also been reporting that uh, Tudor Dixon has been inching closer and closer and closer uh, to taking a lead in the uh, gubernatorial candidate race. Uh, Just because people are seeing and wanting some, some change in the economy uh, so they don't feel so insecure. And so it's going to be anybody's uh, race, although uh, according to Ballotpedia that we get our uh, candidate list from, their, their poll people are indicating that it looks still like Gretchen Whitmer still has a, um, a lead in, in the polls as of November the 3rd. So we will find out uh, tomorrow night after the polls close at 8 p.m. And uh, before I go on Proposal 3, please be aware, we're going to be sharing with you all the latest coverage that we can find, including from Agenda Free TV and Steve Luckner. Uh He's planning on doing election coverage results. And uh, any others that we can find, we will bring them to you. So you are not going to be in the dark of what's going on. And I will be bringing you uh, cut-ins with the latest election results as we get them. I know it was a lot of fun bringing them to you back in May. We had that great battle um, between Mr. Barnes and Mr. Lucas for the uh, Elkhart County Commissioner's race. 
that was down to the wire and uh, we might see that again uh, a few times uh, for general election 2022. So let's go ahead and talk about the final issue for this podcast and that is proposal number three for the state of Michigan. The one that the media commercials have been saying and uh, doom and gloom warning moral issues about. And that is the proposal for more sexual freedoms for minors to uh, be able to access certain sexual change drugs uh, without parents' permission. And for some of those to be uh, accessible even to uh, grade schoolers, middle schoolers. And for myself, I am a Christian. I'm not ashamed to say it. You know, this is totally, totally just absurd that a that a bill would be out there to allow students who are so not able to totally think through their decisions at that age to be able to make such a, a grown-up, physically life-changing decision. Once a person has these sterilization drugs in them, um, I believe they're totally irreversible or potentially totally irreversible. Uh, students that young, um, I feel they don't have that ability to reason. I mean, we're restricting you know, certain people to do certain things up to the age of 18, uh, be able to drive a car um, down about 16. So why not, you know, have certain decisions like this be only allowed for folks who are over, you know, 16, 18, especially 18-year-olds, but not have them be as young as, you know, grade school. I mean, that's just absurd. And in my opinion, and I know I've been throwing a lot of personal opinions in there, um, in, this, in this preview podcast, but I too am against proposal number three, and I encourage you to also shoot that down wholeheartedly. So, tomorrow, on Tuesday, I'm going to try to go over some of the list of candidates for all of you. I encourage all of you to. Uh, Share this on social media. And stay with us on Tuesday night as I myself bring you the results of the midterms for the 2022 elections. Also, uh, if you are looking for Roaring Light, the daily podcast of news and music, uh, be not afraid. We will be bringing that back to you on Thursday once the elections are settled. On Wednesday, the podcast will be all of the results for the state of Indiana and the state of Michigan, uh, courtesy of one of the local media outlets. Last time I got the results, 
uh, for the All News Channel. I got them from ABC 57 that had a real good comprehensive uh, report system. And so I probably will get my uh, information uh, from them as well. But I, I might change it. I don't know. But stay tuned. We'll get you the list and keep you fully informed of the winners and losers. Remember, voting is your civic duty. And people say that, hey, uh, my vote doesn't count. No one's going to know. Well, yeah, your vote, your decision does count. And in some states, this midterm, there are a lot of folks that are um, totally uh, voting early and um, getting getting their, their voice and their vote counted, especially um, with the Herschel Walker vote and the um, Raphael, Pastor Raphael Warnock vote there in the state of Georgia, according to the latest reports from the news. So, until tomorrow, I bid you peace and farewell. Get out and vote Tuesday, 6 to 6 Indiana, 6 to 8 Michigan. Stay safe, great weather. I'll see you tomorrow and definitely tomorrow night. Goodbye, everybody. This is News Source 1 Michiana, Elkhart South Bend, 2022-2023.